Thanks so much for tuning in to Mom Boss Chronicles. My name is Jen. This is Sue. And this is Danielle. We are three moms that work together in real estate and are good friends and here to talk to you about fun topics, the good, the bad, the ugly of mom struggles, real estate, and other fun stuff. So make sure to subscribe to listen to more. Welcome back, everyone. We have two special guests today, my sister Holly Fallon and Kelly Matthews. They are both birth doulas, and Kelly also does um, plant-based meal prep for postpartum moms. Holly also does massage therapy. I'm looking at my notes. I should know, like, exactly what she does. <laughs> but it, she, had, she has advanced training in prenatal and postpartum massage. She's also a personal trainer specializing in women's health which is very cool. So this is just like a fun topic we wanted to talk about. I don't think, I mean, obviously some people use doulas, but I think it's like a missed, maybe like a missed space that a lot of people could learn about and maybe benefit from. So if you guys would kind of jump right in, if you want to tell us how you, you know, what you do exactly, how you got into it and yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right on target with the whole missed space comment. I feel like everybody should be have a doula available to them if that's something that they want. It's just a constant source of support. So a lot of, you know, our clients will hire us and their husbands will kind of be like, I don't even know what a doula was. I don't know why we need this. Right. You know, it, there's no reason. But yeah, what you want to tell us exactly yeah, what I have, a doula I think is. I'm not yeah. as educated on yeah. what exactly doulas do. And I had a thought in my head and we were talking yesterday yeah. and I was like, oh, you and know. And my so, doulas are just for labor. But I don't know if that's right or wrong. So yeah, I mean, of course, we support, yeah, yeah. we support in person in labor and that is a big chunk of what we do but you know everybody kind of works it differently and people hire us at different times Mm -hmm. so I always love when people hire early on in pregnancy because then they just have somebody to kind of lean into the entire time so if you're 12 weeks and you hire us you can you know ask us questions ask where we would suggest they go for like chiropractors or for fitness for working out we build a relationship with them. Absolutely. Yeah, as our yeah. body changes, you yes. can help guide them. And, yeah. you know, I think it's important to establish a personal relationship, as Holly said, because they don't want to feel like we're a stranger walking into the birth room. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to feel that way either. We want them to see our face and feel calm and, like, ready for us to right. join them. So support them throughout their pregnancy, like I said, offering up referrals, suggestions, people just to vent to, you know, like, I'm feeling this way and I know you experience this and you deal yeah. with your clients all the time. I just need to talk about this. And we're there for that. Um, and then as far as when labor kicks in, you know, we we support them on the phone and early labor, giving them suggestions, um, different positions, that sort of thing, and just con- constantly help navigate that early portion, especially for first time parents. It can be a scary thing and we don't want them rushing right to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then once they're in the hospital, you know, we're with them. Once we join them, we're there the entire time wow. through the whole no labor. Sometimes it's four hours. You know, two weeks ago I was with somebody for 24 hours. So it's not always that long, you know, but it just happened to be that way. And, you know, we're there supporting them. And it's exhausting, but it's very rewarding. And it's nice to be that support for somebody. You know, your doctors and your nurses come in and out, but we don't leave your bedside once we join you. So that's a difference for sure. And do a lot of hospitals now, they allow for that support person, right, of a doula to be there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I know, obviously, during COVID, it was crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, that must have been like really hard yeah yeah I mean you know for a a period of time I think doulas weren't even allowed Mm so just phone support and then you had virtual your your partner and then that was kind of it so it was virtual and then it opened back up and it was very restricted you know you needed to be vaccinated you had to be testing every two or three days and that was hard as well to navigate because different hospitals had different protocols so Mm -hmm. we were really kind of 
what's this what's Riverview doing what's Monmouth doing right. just kind of bouncing back and forth and trying to keep up to date on all of that so we could be supporting our clients in person yeah yeah that's wild yeah so I do have kind of an interesting question so when I think of a doula I think of like more of a holistic approach <laughs> and I think my sister and I are different in this way like she had you know three babies no epidural she had one home birth wow. and I'm like give me the drugs immediately <laughs> like I don't yeah like even my, though you didn't get the drugs immediately <laughs> I know I know it's crazy but someone like me is there a point in even working like with someone benefit, like me where yeah. I'm like absolutely I I just I don't want to feel any pain I want the drugs <laughs> get course. me started yeah and, no absolutely and it's you know we support people where they where they want to be right That's and awesome. so it's absolutely just as important to support somebody who knows they want a medicated birth because at that point, the hospital staff will kind of say, okay, she's contained. She's not in pain. She's relaxed. We'll check in on her in four hours and see if anything has happened. But laying on your back for hours on end is not conducive to helping labor progress. So really, right, right. we play a huge role in like the physiology of birth and putting you in different positions right. based on where we know your last exam said that the baby was in, oh. your, pel- in your pelvis because right. yeah. your pelvis moves. Yeah, so That's we cool. will position you, move you around, changing positions often. Even if you're on an epidural, you can't get out of bed, but we can move you around in the right. bed, and we really do. That's awesome. Cool. I mean, also, my first client was a C-section, scheduled C-section, oh. breech baby. And you were still able to be there, support? We were there before, we were there after. Yeah. We couldn't be in the room during yeah. it, but we also were there supporting her. We were trying to figure out ways, you know, to get the baby to turn, but just we were there to give her the information like this is what's going to happen this is what this is how this could go this is that you know so yeah it still was super helpful you know yeah it feels like what you guys are doing it kind of makes me think of like old times uh-huh. where uh-huh. women the family supported members women. supported women right <laughs> imagine that you know where they were in the room together and you're you're sharing a more sensitive and empathetic side yes to giving birth, which is a huge deal, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, you know, when we're, you're in the hospital and the doctors and the nurses, they're just... And your partner, you're, and, who's and, a male. And it's no offense to any of them, but like, you're a number, you know, like you're yeah. just a, another person having a, a, a baby mm-hmm. and you're not like looked at with that love. And so it's just a, be- that's so beautiful I to love hear it. that. Yeah. And if you look at like any, there's like like old sculptures or pictures or paintings of women giving birth. It's all usually with other women, yeah. you know, yes. yep. whole women holding women, and you know. So did you guys have doulas for your births? For my first two. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and did you? I did. Yeah, actually, yeah. another doula within the agency. It's my doula for my third. I didn't have it for my first two. I had two un- two medicated births, and my third was unmedicated. It was always my goal to go unmedicated, and I just feel like had I had some support, right. mm-hmm. especially for my first, because it was such a long labor. First babies take a long time most yeah. of the time, so I do think that it would have made a huge difference for me. But it was nice to have that for my third. Yeah, That's and cool. like for me. That's why I wanted to be a doula. My first mm-hmm. baby, I didn't have partner support. It was my doula saved me. Like wow. and I was able to have the birth that I wanted. It was incredible. I would not have been able to do it without them. That's like, awesome. Not at all. So yeah. Yeah. yeah it was amazing. Cool. In hindsight, I, w- I wish I had a doula. <laughs> because yeah. I think like you said for the first your first baby, you don't know what you don't know. And I think also sometimes friends, you know, if they already had children, they forget about some mm-hmm. of those nuances in the beginning that or or during pregnancy that you're experiencing and like round ligament pains you know Mm -hmm. I'm like sitting at my desk one day I'm like oh oh my god I'm gonna get my here and like what is this right like what is this and and I think you guys providing that support and like I said I had a different 
idea in my head of what doulas do and now hearing this I'm like man I'm gonna rewind yeah. and go Aww. back yeah. and it's so good to hear that a doula can support even if you were gonna do a c-section yeah, or like epidural because yeah that's good to know it's not just for people who want a certain type of unmedicated birth but I think that people who opt for an epidural too it, it comes to the point of like maternal exhaustion versus yeah. pain intolerance yeah so right. if you've been laboring for a really long time especially if you got to the hospital too early and maybe they augment your labor with like pitocin you know uh, that is a synthetic uh, oxytocin so obviously right. doula now that i think about this my first i remember them pushing the pitocin so quickly on me and want me wanting to give pushback but i didn't have anybody to speak up for me yeah there you so go. a doula would be that advocate right yeah so we help our clients really advocate for themselves and of course if we have to kind of step in and and suggest things to them but mm. I don't oh, I don't really like to speak for my clients I think mm. it's more well received from the medical staff if it's coming from them but right. I will absolutely educate them even in the room if they're coming in and offering some interventions mm -hmm. I will say hey can we have like five minutes just to talk amongst ourselves and I will say you know this is what you should ask what are the pros what are the cons can I wait another hour or two mm -hmm. before they want to introduce this medication and see if my body continues to do what it's doing on right. its own um, so having those options are really important because they're never going to walk in and say well we want to start Pitocin but if you want we'll mm -hmm. wait a few hours you know they want to keep things moving right. Yeah. And I feel like they want to explain it quickly and get out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So to have somebody Or not like, explain. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> They're not coming and telling you yeah. the risks yeah. right off the bat, right? They're like, this is what we do. This is the next step in this labor. This is protocol. Right. Yeah. yeah. But to have somebody there to be like, hey, let me explain what mm -hmm. this would do or benefits or yeah. pros right. and cons. And then, like you said, then the person, get, the woman giving birth gets to make the decision. Exactly. An informed decision. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We right. have to educate our clients yeah. always. And, you know, never create an environment where it's almost like combative because that's not what we want. We want like a team environment. With, you know, we're not medical staff, but we want to have a good relationship with yeah. your doctor, mm -hmm. with your nurse, with anybody coming into the room. We want to feel like they're on our team and they want to work right. with us, not right. against us and vice versa. Have you found in your experiences going in that that doctors and nurses are receptive or do they kind of like have the wall up? Is, or you know, like, oh, they're going to get in my it way. Really yeah. depends on the provider. I would yeah. say most of them are pretty receptive. Mm -hmm. I've definitely had you know, doctors say to my clients, like, what do you need a doula for? And, you know, that feels not great walk yeah. knowing that you're walking into yeah, that situation. Right. But I've never had somebody really be not nice to me. That's, That's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to think about my first I had I thought it was such a terrible <laughs> experience, but it really was. It was my first. So it took a while. Yeah. But I was progressing normally. I was in really good shape. So it was an easy delivery when I, by the time I got to the hospital, I was eight centimeters. Wow. Yeah, oh my God. That's incredible. Yeah, seven, eight, so seven, eight. Then. But I was like, no, give me, like I was, <laughs> I want, I knew I wanted you were exhausted, it. And my yeah. mom was like, are you sure? Like, just You're so do, close. you know? Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, no, give it to me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you labored most yeah. of the, Yeah, the, I mean, he came like 45 minutes later. That's amazing. But um, they gave me Pitocin. And, and I wasn't even like, you know, I, whatever, give me anything at that point, I would have taken, you know, yeah. like I just wasn't thinking. But in hindsight, yeah, why are you giving me a Pitocin? Right, we're so like, far along oh, Obviously, your body was doing what it was supposed exactly, to be Exactly, right. yeah. Um, I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, Weird. and with my second, it was hearing this, like having a doula definitely would have been, that was just like a horrible experience altogether. But like, yeah, getting me in different positions probably would have, would have been beneficial, but... 
once they broke my water, she came. And right. then I'm like, well, why didn't you just do that in the beginning? Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not thinking because you're, no. you're, right. you're not thinking, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, to have that advocate to think yeah. clearly. Think for you. What I, I am curious about the postpartum, I, with my first, I had like postpartum depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. all that. So I'm curious how, I guess, do you guys sort of mention that to women? Like, I know a big part of this is they have this birth plan and sometimes it doesn't always go how they want. And just having been immersed in that world, I know that a lot of women get postpartum depression because their birth didn't go the way, or at least there's a correlation. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything? And even support after, right? Yeah. They don't have to go home. Exactly. Well, like even, you know, going back to my client that had the C-section, she had so much guilt. Like that she's like, you know, do I do this? Should I do this? Nothing's working. It's my body fail, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, we, um, we have to watch out for that. And we do visit them afterwards, Mm -hmm. but you can talk more about postpartum. Yeah. Yeah. So we, within the agency, there are postpartum doulas that specifically work with new moms and help with their babies. But I think, you know, that, that postpartum visit that us we as birth doulas do we really try to kind of talk about their birth experience and how did you feel about it and if we knew that things really did not go according right. to plan, and they really never do right mm-hmm. like for start to finish because yeah. birth is unpredictable there are a lot of twists and turns but knowing if someone had a lot of trauma surrounding mm-hmm. something really trying to like talk about it and let them know there's nothing you could have done different you mm-hmm. know I understand that you are grieving the loss of a vaginal birth if you had ended up in a cesarean or you didn't want to be induced, and then you were induced, and every intervention came into play. Right. I try to really talk about that and let them. I mean, you know, normally it will like tears will come and they will talk yeah. about it. Whereas to everybody else, it was great, it was fine. You know, healthy yeah. mom, healthy right. baby. But right. it's not always that. Yes, yeah. of course, we want healthy mom, healthy baby. But you're allowed to feel that way. And I feel like postpartum blues and depression is not as taboo as it used mm-hmm. to be. You know, I'm really offering resources and offering a community of mm-hmm. women. You know, getting people in touch with the right doctors, providers, community of new moms, whatever it is, and really just kind of staying in touch with, especially, I try to stay in touch with all my clients, but especially the ones I know are really having a hard time just to kind of let them know we're still here. Mm, Even if you had your baby, that doesn't mean that the relationship ends. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important. I think uh, also that goes back to um, hiring us maybe earlier Mm -hmm. on because then we we get to know the moms early. We kind of get to know if there's any, you know, previous things going on, other Mm -hmm. births, if you had, like, so we just have a better, um, like, grasp, right, on kind of what the situation is. Right. That's cool. So... I know you do, obviously, massage, if you want want to talk about that. Um, Something cool with my first, Holly kept talking about doing, I don't know, whatever, massage to... Kind the of points. the pressure points to in like sort of I don't know if induce labor but sort of get things going. So I don't know if it was a coincidence or whatever, <laughs> but she and she I was like her begging her like do it. Give oh, how many weeks were you? Well, she wouldn't do it until I was thirty nine weeks. That's awesome. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> but so she did it. It was a Sunday. And I went into labor that night. Really? I I was having these like weird dream like I thought I I was having dreams and I thought that the cramping was just in my dream yeah and I'm like oh just cramping whatever and as the day like I just like went on with my day like I went to dinner that night I remember I went to Copper Canyon 
in Atlantic Highlands, mm-hmm. and I was like, that, like, oh. oh my god, I was like, I think you're leaving. <laughs> and I went to your house after, and I'm just like, all right, this is bad. <laughs> like, we're good. Yeah, right. we're good. Yeah, but you're like out to dinner, eight centimeters. Yeah, yeah. like, what am I doing? No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but. I don't know. You want to talk about that a little? Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to go into labor when your body's ready. But yeah, there are things that we can do um, to kind of help things move along. A massage is amazing. It's amazing throughout your pregnancy. It has so many benefits. But, you know, at the end, sort of just getting your mind and body relaxed Mm. is even a huge part of it. And yeah, we can do we can do the pressure points. There's certain um, things with the sacrum too that we can work on, which really benefits a lot of women have like pubic synthesis disorder is pretty common in pregnancy. We really help with that. that? So the space, there's basically it's it opens in the pelvis and the hips are not stable mm-hmm. at that point. So there's just a lot of like ligament pain and, mm-hmm. and I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty it's pretty so uncomfortable yeah. at the end. Yeah. 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 So we can help a lot with that. And just even like at the end, you know, the touch, the comforting touch mm-hmm. is huge and raises, you know, the oxytocin, which is what we need. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I love I love it. I love like at the end when the babies are rolling around and you're watching them, you know, as you're doing them. So I lo- I just love everything yeah. about it. And obviously getting a massage and getting a prenatal massage, totally different. Like it's important if you're pregnant to go to a person who knows how to do a prenatal, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 You have you have to make sure that they're trained in prenatal specifically. Yeah. yeah. I got a couple of prenatal massages. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. Just to like, yeah. yeah. It's so just, amazing. Uh, like, like the touch. Just to be touched. Yeah. Like rub. Do you offer massages after birth? Yep. Because I feel like that's when oh. I could really also yeah. use no, it. 100%. The trauma of all that. Almost, oh almost immediately, I'd That's say, I um, that. that it's yeah. really, you know, Which hospitals offer sitting that. in the hospital. Fun, fun do, That's I love that. I got, a, I got a massage the day after in Morristown. Wow. wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's great. And actually I am also, I did it. I just did a, a new training in postpartum because again, yeah, like there are certain typical issues that a lot of women have afterwards mm-hmm. and yeah, we can help with that. But yeah, you just went through trauma, your body, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. You're stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. What is like to do you have to get certified for that or and even too like for both of you to be a doula, mm-hmm. you know, do you get certified? What's kind of the process? Yeah. Well, as a massage therapist, yeah. I'm licensed. Yep. And then I take, you know, advanced training Got to be it. certified in prenatal okay. postpartum. You know, there's I mean, there's probably hundreds of like different endless. courses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and I'm constantly kind of taking new that's awesome because there's all there's new things techniques that come, yeah, yeah yeah information that's awesome. you also just want to refresh right mm-hmm. what you've learned and with a doula too you get certified there's how many different a lot yeah. <laughs> a lot of different agencies that you can go through but it's a training a certification process and then you know it's not really required to keep up but um we try to keep up with a like, continuing education right there's something Various called spinning courses. babies which is a really great resource for um different positions and all of that so um we try to keep up to date on that so do, as a doula i guess who's in training do you shadow other doulas like is that where a lot of your learning came Everyone does it differently. Yeah, right? you know it's it's unfortunate. I think after COVID, especially, that's not really an option anymore. Uh, yeah, because you're limited to the amount of people you True, can have. Right. So the training really does prepare you, but you kind of you know some will find clients that 
they'll give a discounted rate to. I'm a new doula. Mm-hmm. I need, yeah. you know, you have to have like three, three births that you attend to be certified. So mm-hmm. I will offer this for free or oh, for cool. a discounted rate so that I can get my certification. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of works it a little bit differently. Nice. But like with us, you know, like working with an agency or, you know, you learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah right. that's awesome. And yeah, can, we're always like bouncing. I love that. Yeah, it's yeah. Like our real estate team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, is yeah. there a doula certification like in the U.S.? Like who? Um, like I guess like doulas are like overseen by something or? Yeah, I will. I went so, through Dona. Dona, yes. Yeah. That's, okay. I would say that's the most popular. Pro doula, I think, um, is a big one. Are they yeah. like national or are they global or? I think it's international. Yeah. international. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because obviously, people huh. use doulas in different countries, right? And there, yeah, yeah, and it's actually way more prevalent in a lot of oh, other sure. countries. Yeah, <laughs> you know, anything that's good for you is way more prevalent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like midwives, you know, like it. I know, like in the UK, it's like it would be odd if you use a doctor and not a really yeah 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 it's only only like high risk really yeah yeah so my mom when she had me she used a midwife and i always thought that was so bizarre (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that was the thought process like why why wouldn't you have a doctor you know yeah sure as an adult now looking back right makes a lot of sense and Mm -hmm. there are there are a couple of practices in new jersey that are just midwives and then there are a lot of ob practices that also have midwives on staff so it's kind of that balance yeah and it's a nice balance for people who want maybe a more holistic approach but they know they want to give birth in a hospital and they want to have access to a midwife right so in the event of an emergency they're on site so Mm -hmm. a lot of our clients will say like i've thought about a birth center i thought about a home birth but it just makes me too nervous so finding like a midwife group or a group that has midwives as a part of it is a nice like kind of happy medium Mm -hmm. i like that so you do personal training and I would will say like looking at my two births and pregnancies in general I was like I mentioned in great shape with my son not so much with my daughter and it made I think a huge difference I mean like do you work with pregnant women a lot yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I love working with doing prenatal fitness and you're so right and it's funny too that you say that because your first baby you were, right. you know, maybe more physically active. So yeah. usually the first is a bit, you know, harder, but it was kind of the opposite with you, right? Yeah, yeah. totally. I was doing CrossFit until uh, I was like five months pregnant. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily recommend that. <laughs> but no, but, but you were doing good. But, yeah. but she was doing CrossFit previously. So, yeah. you know, usually right. you, would, you would continue to do what, what you were you already were doing, doing right. as long as it, it feels good and it's and comfortable it's and scaled back sure but there are actually you know a lot of things I teach my clients specifically for labor prep you know I mean even specific moving you know movements to um, open up the different parts of the pelvis like when you get closer yeah you know not just squats like actually rotating Mm -hmm. you know internal external rotation there's there's a lot of things you could do I have one client I'm like so excited I can't wait for her (laughs) to give birth because I really she's just very she's been very healthy she's really you know into like working out and doing the correct things and uh i just can't kind of can't wait to see yeah how it goes you know yeah i feel like i wish more emphasis was made on that too like how to be fit during pregnancy you know to help your body recover right even doctors don't mention it like hey are you working out are you stretching or like does it mean you have to be lifting no yeah right getting your body ready yeah i mean think about it's labor yes you know you're getting ready for like a marathon Mm -hmm. right yeah so you you need you need endurance you need it's all it's the whole the whole package yeah staying active even if like you're not 
heavy lifting or whatever it might be, whatever you are comfortable doing and while you're listening to your body. You know, if you went out for a run and you're feeling uncomfortable, then you're listening to your body and you're going to scale that back. But really just staying active one way or another is going to be so beneficial in labor and definitely for recovery as well. Yeah, definitely. And I remember you saying postpartum, what is it, 14 weeks you're not supposed to run? I recommend 16 weeks of okay. no, like high impact. And pe- yeah, and people think, oh, it's cleared. And now right? they clear they just you say after six. like four weeks. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, forget it. People are peeing their pants left and right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. And I can say from experience, after my first, I just, I went, I went out six weeks, started running again. Oh, and yeah. like you were excited I, to get back. Yeah. yeah and I was now like, I could, I, feel, I don't know. I heard that. No, <laughs> but you know, it's like, it's, I'm still kind of dealing with the effects yeah. of that. Like you, you should know. have waited. Like if 100% should have waited. Oh, yeah, yeah, like think yeah. six weeks. Like, I know. Like you're your probably still, still bleeding. Like it's crazy, yeah, right? You're still healing and for a long time. Again, things people don't talk about. Like take right. it slow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Or like, you know, and seeing like a pelvic floor therapist. Yeah. Oh I feel like everyone, yes. everyone should after, mm-hmm. yeah. the, you know. Yeah. I never heard, like, my OB never mentioned anything about pelvic floor. Not a thing. And, like, it wasn't until other people mentioned that I was like, okay, like, let me, like, look into this at Mm -hmm. least. But it's just crazy the lack of information Mm -hmm. that especially new moms are getting from their doctors, Mm -hmm. you know, that – Yep. It's wild. They, they still don't really mention it. I no. have lots of clients, and we recommend going if you can before, too, because right. it gives a nice baseline mm-hmm. of where your body is before mm-hmm. you right. deliver. And mm-hmm. I've heard clients, you know, even some midwives and doctors saying, you know, you don't need to do that right now. There's no reason mm-hmm. that they're recommending that. And it's fine. It's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but it, it is. It's not going to hurt you. It's only going to help yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's it, too. I, I, I think all of my clients, I usually will give um, a list of questions to ask because that's that's yeah. the big thing too that yeah. you don't you don't even know what to ask mm-hmm. right and then they're like oh i didn't think about that because why would you yeah you right. because there's so many other things in your mind i'm about to have baby my life's about to change so right. you're not thinking about your body yourself when you should be right yeah totally and so kelly you do postpartum meal prepping mm-hmm. yeah a little bit about i that. do so it's mm-hmm. all plant-based for a long time before I became a doula, I worked um, in the restaurant industry. I worked specifically for Seed to Sprout, which is like oh, a local awesome. yeah, yeah. vegan organic restaurant. I managed there for a long time. Wow, such and good it, food. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it was kind of always my thought process. During COVID, we created like a meal delivery service because the restaurants weren't open and we were, you know, very much of the mindset, people still need access to good yeah. food. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create a meal delivery within that for postpartum. And then I just kind of decided, like, why don't I take my doula training as well? Because I've always had a fascination with birth work. I've had children of my own. And I see the huge disconnect with everybody pampers the moms, like, for nine, ten months, right? You're you're fed well. Everybody's opening car doors and Mm -hmm. don't do this. It's too much. And all of a sudden you have this baby. And, of course, the focus is on the new baby. But the new mom is, like, kind of left in the dust a little bit. So, you know, you find yourself, like, eating scraps or like Mm -hmm. do I make a meal for myself or do I sleep while the baby sleeps like you know those first weeks in postpartum are survival 100% so really having access to easy nutritious healing meals is a very important thing to me so yes I created this meal delivery service it's delicious thank you that's awesome yeah so I do 
a variety of, you know, anywhere from like lactation bites for moms who are breastfeeding, like lots of warming soups, healing meals, that sort of thing. I feel like this would be a great gift to give a mom. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That would be. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good idea. Even, even like a gift card idea. to that, yeah. Group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do, within the agency, they ha- have an option for gift cards. And I have had clients, you know, come to me with gift cards and cool. say, you know, my, my sister purchased this for me. And I it's so that. nice to be able to just, here, just warm this up. Oh and gosh, it's yeah. so readily available. Don't have to think about, you know, yeah. Yeah. bites. You just like grab it as you're nursing or whatever, you know. Take What's a meal name? and massage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? From the source. Yeah. From the source. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That is really cool. That's Thank awesome. you. I mean, there's certain cultures that believe in that too, right? Oh, like yeah. after yes. birth for 40 days, you're we're supposed to eat. 40 yeah, days. 40 days. Yeah, it's a great, that's a great book. Um, yeah. You know, just kind of the history behind it and some recipes in there. So a lot of that has like, you know, meat and all, and that's totally fine. It's not my forte, but right. um, I try to kind of veganize those types of things. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. So in terms of obviously insurance doesn't cover doula services, I imagine, right? It's, so some are starting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so Some cool. are starting yeah. to. It's very, I think, are kind of early stages. I love that. So oh, a lot awesome. of doulas yeah. aren't taking it currently. There are some that are. Do you feel like changes will come as some start? Do you feel they like... have to. I right? hope so. Yeah. I really hope so because, you know, it's not something that everybody can mm-hmm. afford. Mm-hmm. Um, right. It can be an expensive service, and it should be really covered by insurance because yeah. I think it's such a necessary thing. There are some hospitals in New Jersey that have staff doulas. That's awesome. Um, one of our doulas that we work with, she is also a staff doula in North Jersey, and I just oh. think that's such an incredible that's thing awesome. for, so cool. you know, she's Spanish-speaking, so a lot of, like, the Spanish-speaking oh, community don't yeah. even know that this is a resource that they yeah. have available to them, so it's offered through the hospital. So really, I think that everybody, no matter what your situation is, should be given the opportunity right. to have doula support. I agree, because I feel like the biggest hurdle to get a doula in my mind was, can be really expensive, course, do I yeah. need it? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't know course. like the benefits, and I wish people would talk about the benefits, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's, and it's so <laughs> funny, because it's always the dads that will come to us after and say, I was a doula doubter, and I didn't want to spend doula the money, doubter. and now I don't, I can't imagine that we would have gotten through it without the support, because it's such a load off of their shoulders. Yeah. Right? They are... The, us, the yeah. source of support and it's yeah. very very stressful mm-hmm. for them um so to have somebody else who's kind of like supporting them as well as their partner in labor you know we join and we're like have you had anything to eat go grab some food grab mm-hmm. a coffee That's get some cool. fresh air whatever mm-hmm. it is and they're just kind of like breathing a sigh of relief mm-hmm. like, okay yeah. it's not just me now yeah yeah oh i bet mm-hmm. that's really cool so i guess how did you both get your calling for doula was it like a t- well yeah like like i said with my first uh pregnancy I I hired my doulas probably 20 weeks I was maybe a little bit less but I immediately clicked with them and then yeah I uh, I was actually going through a divorce during my pregnancy and so it was super traumatic and they were they were just like everything they were everything and they you know they kind of held my hand the whole time and um they would come and they would like take me out to lunch. Thank God would, you even you know. knew to call a doula. Like that's what? that. Thank God you even knew yeah. to call one. Well, like, I yeah, I w- I knew I wanted one anyway. But then awful. it's like, oh wow, I yeah. had no idea I'd need, need you I this need, yeah. much, you know. And then just like during labor, she just got to know me so well that like she knew she knew how much I wanted an unmedicated birth. But there came a point where I was like, it was the exhaust, right? Mm-hmm. Never asked for it. But I know if someone offered it to me, I don't know if I could have said no, right? <laughs> yeah, like, right? And she was like, I'm like, I just remember being like, I can't do it. She's like, you're doing it. Like, yeah, you're doing like, it. You yeah. are doing it, you know? And just like holding my hands and rubbing my back oh. and just knowing, 
like they had me, mm-hmm. you yeah, know? It was so like, beautiful. I know, I could cry. Yes, right. And um, I felt like loved and supported, yeah. And, yeah. you know? And uh, I was like, I am doing this right. like, one day, you know? And I just kind of needed to wait until I felt comfortable like with how old my kids were. And, that's awesome. And that's so yeah. cool that you got to fill that. Like you are paying it back, right? Like you're yeah. so grateful what she gave you and now you're paying it back with other new moms. Yeah. yeah. And the and I love too, like the levels of support, I think with different clients is, is you know, it, it varies. It's, it's really incredible. Like you do have some people who need a lot of support for, you know, like you know, past trauma, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, moms who like, it's my fifth baby and I just like, you know, need That's an extra hand. Yeah. Kind of, you know? yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing. I love that you guys say unmedicated instead of natural. Because it's all natural. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I hate when people try to like, oh, because I got an epidural, wasn't it? Exactly. (laughs) I'm not a robot. Yeah. (laughs) Shut your mouth. (laughs) When you were just talking about your labor experience, I could cry thinking about it because my daughter, it was totally unplanned. I ended up having her unmedicated because she was coming so fast. And they tried the epidural and it didn't work. And they were trying to get an anesthesiologist to fix it. And my poor husband was just sitting in there, and he said I was chanting and crying. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, kind of, like, went out of body yeah. experience. Oh but I God. wish I had somebody there oh. to, like, hold my hand and, like, coach me through it because he did not know what to do. The nurses, I don't think, knew what to do. And it was all happening yeah. so fast. Yeah. yeah. It does become primal, right? Like, you're making noises that you've yeah. never heard was like, you were chanting. I was like, <laughs> I actually yeah. love that, though. Yeah. Uh, that's really kind of amazing. Crazy, right? It's not crazy, though. It's just, like, you go to this other place. It's it's what you, like, need to do. You know, yeah, and yeah. that was you know we actually just did a, a grief trauma training, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and that's something she talked about when the epidural doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine you know you you're like all right now yeah, it's gonna be gone and right. then it doesn't and mm-hmm. you're like that's 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 another you know yeah I felt like they left me because they were scrambling to find the other anesthesiologist yeah. and then this like hour hour and a half time frame I literally went from I guess like two or three to like nine Whoa. and by the time yeah. the anesthesiologist came. Thankfully, like, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like I have to push. And she was out in three pushes. Wow. So thankfully that all went well. But it wasn't the plan. Right. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my plan. So it would have been nice to have somebody there to guide me sure. through it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But you were a champ, clearly. Yeah. yeah I survived. <laughs> you did, right? You survived. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I do have to say that I love that we have five moms in this room with a total of 11 children. Oh, my God. Us and... We are. We all made it. I was like, "Oh my god, is one of these kids oh are gosh, definitely right, gonna get sick?" Right. Oh yeah. Oh god. Please, not that one. Yeah. You like, guys have, oh my god, you guys so have little ones, right? Yeah. 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 She's like, she's like, what did you say? Your nephew like spit up on you or something? Oh yeah, it's I was not. with my nephew and he wiped his arm on my face. I'm like, I can't find my keys. Where? Yeah. What is yeah. happening? We are literally always late when we come yeah. Yeah. here. It's okay. But we're moms, so we get it. Yeah. Yeah. We're on mom time. time. We make it. Yeah. So I think we give ourselves credit (laughs) for that. Is it hard, I guess, being moms of young kids and being a doula? You're on call. So has that been a challenge? I would say that's one of the biggest challenges for sure. It's it's important to have a good support system at home. Yeah. And just kind of community around you. You know, yesterday I called Holly for a a quick, like, help with my daughter because I had an interview that I had to take and I didn't want to reschedule it. So really, like, you kind of have to be on your toes, but you also have to have people in place and how, and your team how cool you guys have each other yeah like and we're neighbors yeah. <laughs> it's, very yeah. but, it's very um, convenient but it's nice to have constant support whether yeah. it's friends family whatever it might be kind of pulling together for you because they know that you're on call so they're kind of on call for you oh, yeah so that's definitely hard and having three i have three young children 
two, five, and eight. So, you know, my youngest one is home a lot of the time. My other two are in school. So, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And I obviously never know when your client's going to go into labor. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, we are big on communication with our clients. Yeah. Right. Because the worst thing that could happen is for someone to say, I've been having contractions for six hours. I'm right. in the hospital. And you're like, wow, I didn't know. not even kind of ready for that. <laughs> right. So, you yeah. know, it's happened and we make it work. But it's, you know, we try to stay in constant communication with yeah. them for that specific reason. Yeah. And also, we don't want to surprise them. We don't want them to be surprised. We want to help navigate. Like right. I said, you know. We want to be there. That's why you hired us. Right. Let us help for you those six this. hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should be there. Yeah. So, do you find that patients are finding doulas um, through word of mouth, or have their midwives recommended? Like, what's I mean, most... word of mouth is huge. Yeah, right? definitely, definitely huge. Some practices will recommend it, and some that aren't, you know, so doula happy will won't. But you know, right. um, there's a midwife group in Avon, and they recommend yeah. our agency a That's lot. Awesome. Um, there are some OB practices that really love working with us. So, I would say word of mouth definitely. Like. We talked about a lot of people never even heard of what doulas are, but now right. it's becoming more mainstream. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. So where could people find you guys? If they, you know, social media or... Yeah, we're on social media. Um, my Instagram is Source Doula. Um, that's, you know, I have all of my birth information and food and all of that. And then we, the agency we work for is Oh Mama's Doulas. So they have a website too that you can do meal ordering off of there and find out more information about hiring a doula. That's that awesome. Thing. Cool. Yeah. And I have um, NJ Fit Mamas cool. on Instagram. Perfect. Find me there. So we'll tag everything too. Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. And I guess for dual plans, one more question. <laughs> Are there different plans? Like, I guess, can you get a full spectrum of I want your support throughout my whole pregnancy and after, or I just want support? Mm-hmm at the end or support after pregnancy? Like, are there different? Different packages. Different agencies and different doulas do yeah. various things. Like yeah, customize. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah, cool. specifically, I am a, po- a birth doula and a postpartum doula, but I primarily do birth work because I'm on call all the time. I don't really take postpartum clients, mm-hmm. but there are, within our agency, there are birth doulas and postpartum doulas. That's so awesome. if you were my birth client, I would work with you throughout the duration of your pregnancy, labor, delivery, and then if you needed support afterward, we would then refer to one of our postpartum doulas. And most people hire for like overnight support so Mm. that they can get some sleep. That sounds like heaven. That's that's so good to know you guys offer that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) Sometimes people will ask for day support, but it's primarily night because moms and dads want to catch up on some sleep and like having eyes on their baby while they sleep makes them feel and obviously, we're in New Jersey. You guys cover Monmouth County. Do you go anywhere else or just for you? Is it Monmouth County? We kind of travel throughout yeah. different counties. Um, yeah. Anywhere from South Jersey to up to like Morristown area. Okay, so you've gone like an mm-hmm. hour yeah. each of yeah, the direction. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And you're, you know, your, your main partner is, she's based in North Jersey. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yes, she's the, uh, the Morristown staff doula that I spoke about. So yeah. she, she and I will travel and get where we need to go for our clients that's cool i love your like yeah. message and what you guys do and i just hope it keeps growing and yeah. i hope more people have access to it like we do too yeah, yeah definitely oh, like the work you ladies are doing is extraordinary it almost makes me want to have another kid <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not okay. deciding that you won't thanks for having us thank you so much thanks for coming appreciate it thank you thank you guys make sure to like and subscribe uh, to mom boss chronicles and if you have any questions always feel free to reach out thank you for listening